Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to Boomers Today with your host, Frank Sampson. Well, welcome to Boomers Today. I'm your host, Frank Sampson. Of course, each week we bring you important and useful information on issues facing baby boomers, their parents, and other loved ones. And I just want to thank everybody for all their support. I like to thank you know every week people because our, our listeners are growing all the time, and it's because of you, because you're sharing our podcasts and uh, with with your friends and family and and business acquaintances so we want to thank you for that and because of that reason our you know podcast continue continues to grow um i want to uh you're listening to this one second there we go um i i also want to um remind everybody that uh you can listen to the uh boomers today podcast on uh Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Stitcher. Of course, you could go to the Boomers Today Radio website, or you could download our free app uh, just on your, uh, if you have an Apple phone or Android phone, just type in Boomers Today in your app store, and uh, you could download it for free and keep up to date. And the reason uh, so many of you are listening to our uh, show is because we have wonderful guests, and I'm not going to disappoint you today. We have a great guest today. His name is Dr. Francisco Contreras, who serves as a director, president, and chairman of Oasis of Hope Hospital. A distinguished surgical oncologist, Dr. Contreras is renowned for combining conventional and alternative medical treatments with emotional and spiritual support to provide patients with the most positive treatment experience possible. Dr. Contreras has authored numerous books concerning integrative therapy, cancer and heart disease prevention, and chronic illness, including The Hope of Living Cancer-Free, The Hope of Living Long and Well, Beating Cancer, and Dismantling Cancer. His newest book, The Art of Science of Undermining Cancer, was released in October 2020. Dr. Contreras, it's an honor to have you on our show. It is my pleasure and honor, Frank. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah, so, you know, I understand in, in just a... Uh, looking a little bit on your on your website there's a there's a family history at oasis of hope hospital tell us more about that yes my father was a, a renowned oncologist in mexico uh he was a very orthodox uh, uh oncologist uh, director of a major uh center and uh, uh he was very frustrated frustrated like most oncologists uh, about the results and and, and he came to the conclusion that the reason for the failure was not just technical, it was more philosophical because we were, and we are still are as doctors trained as mechanics or mechanics of the, of the human body. And, and generally we do not take into account the emotional 
and spiritual needs of patients, especially when they are diagnosed with uh, quote unquote terminal illnesses like cancer. And so um, uh, he began uh, treating patients holistically way back in, in the late 50s, early 60s. And that gave uh, birth uh, to the Oasis of Hope. And so we've been treating patients holistically and integratively, including uh, conventional and natural alternative therapies since 1963. That's, that's wonderful. Uh, and you've kind of taken the reins since then. Yes. Yeah, yes. Good for you. So explain just again for our audience, when you talk, you know, conventional therapy and different types of therapy, maybe you could help define those terms for us. Yes. Well, the conventional orthodox therapies are, are the, the mainstream or the standard of care uh, which, for instance, in cancer, the most common are chemotherapy, radiation therapy, and surgery. Nowadays, targeted therapies are, are, are being uh, uh, promoted a lot, and I'm very happy for it because in the last uh, decade, no new chemotherapies have been developed because targeted therapies have uh, proven to be more effective and less aggressive. They're still aggressive, and they still have side effects, but nothing like chemo. Right. And alternative therapies are therapies that come about when something is not working well, right? Nobody's looking at an alternative for an appendectomy. I mean, now we do surgeries endoscopically, but still we remove it. Why? Because it's almost 100% effective. So there's no need for, for an alternative. But in cancer therapy, when the failure rate is so high, uh, well, you know, we, we have to look for alternatives. Unfortunately, in, in, the, in, in the standard of care, that's very difficult to do. Uh, but there are a number of uh, uh, natural anti-tumor agents that uh, have a tremendous scientific background uh, that uh, we are able to use, um, many of them in America, and doctors don't use them. And some of them uh, cannot be used in America, but here in Mexico, because of the a uh, big problem that we have with, with poverty. About half of our people live under a poverty line. And the poverty line in Mexico is very different from America. I think that in America, being poor is about, uh, with an income of less than 20,000 or maybe less than 15,000. In Mexico, the poverty line is a dollar a day, you know, $365 a, a year. Uh, so the government is very open for doctors to help patients uh, treat themselves with uh, natural uh, remedies. Uh, and, and so in Mexico, you know, we, we have a lot more opportunity to use alternative therapies than in the U.S. Great. So, you know, when, when someone gives a uh, diagnosis, you know, you hear about someone uh, who has been given a diagnosis and usually the question asks is what stage? you know, stage one, two, three, four. Yes. Can you explain the various stages and what, what does that really mean? Yes, uh, it varies a little bit from tumor to tumor, but in general, we have four stages of cancer. Uh, early stages one and two is when the tumor is localized in an area. Uh, one, stage one is when the tumor is less than two centimeters, less than, a, than an inch, <clears throat> in where surgery has a very, very high rate of cure, almost 100%. Uh, 
Stage two is when the tumor is more uh, uh, than two centimeters, still operable, still curable. Stage three is when the tumor is more than five centimeters or there are already regional lymph nodes involved and the cure rate is not so good. And stage four is when there is distant disease. So let's say you were diagnosed with cancer of the prostate and now there are bone metastases. And it doesn't matter what the size of the original tumor is, as long as there are metastases, it's stage four. And uh, according to the uh, books, the cure rate in those is virtually nil. Now we have different experience. We, we have much better results with our combination therapies, but more or less that is how we stage cancers. Got it. All right, that was a great explanation. Thank you for that. Um, so uh, chemotherapy, um, would you, would you say that patients coming to you, are they coming to you after chemotherapy has failed or do they come to you as an alternative to chemotherapy? Yes, uh, unfortunately, in most cases, I would say maybe 85 to 90% of the patients that come to the Oasis come when they have been sent home to die because uh, nothing worked for them, none of the other therapies. And that's when people start looking for, for alternatives, you know. Uh, <clears throat> so it is unfortunate, but that's how we receive our patients. And uh, still, with those patients that have been sent home to die, our statistics are much better. Now, we do have like between 10 and 15% of the patients that come as a first option to us. And, and so we're able to help them even more. For instance, uh, uh, cancer of the breast in stage four with conventional therapies have about a 13 to 16% five-year survival rate. With us, is 50% instead of 15. So, uh, and that's uh, in those patients that came to us after having failed to chemotherapy and radiation and surgery. Now, the patients that come to us virgin to treatment the five year, in stage four, the five-year survival rate is 75%. So 75% instead of 15% is a major, major difference. And, and in, in all tumors, uh, you know, there, there are big, big differences in the outcomes uh, when uh, they start our protocols. So what would you say to somebody who's based in the U.S. where they go, well, you know, that's wonderful. You, you know, you're based in Mexico, but why would I have to go to Mexico for this? Why can't I get this type of treatment that you provide in, in Mexico at Oasis? Why can't I get that in the U.S.? Uh, there are a number of limitations and regulations that do not allow doctors to do that. But uh, having said that, let me tell you that uh, I'm very pleased that more and more doctors in America are now being open to do some alternative therapies. And they have to go through a lot of red tape in order to be able to do that, especially in states like California and Texas, New York. The regulations are so, you know, for instance, we, we tried to work with a clinic in Orange County and we were able to get started 
uh, and, and do many of the things that we, were, that we do here in Mexico. But the red tape was enormous and the pressure. And so after about three years, we just had to close down. But there are some states where, where they're more open. And so I would just encourage people to, to, uh, to look nowadays with the internet. You can find uh, many, many places. Uh, so again, I'm very happy to hear that many American doctors are beginning to do quite a bit of the therapies that we do here. Some of them are just, you know, completely prohibited in the States. Uh, and, and they're not in Mexico. And so patients would have to come here or maybe go to Germany. In Germany, they're, they're, they're more open. They used to be a lot more open before the EU. Uh, but there's still, you know, there, there are some clinics that do a lot of alternative therapies or make alternative therapies available to their patients. In doing all the alternative therapy, what types of cancer, you mentioned breast cancer, but maybe other types of cancer that you've had pretty good success rate with? And In the, in the tumors that we have, our best success is prostate for men. Mm-hmm. Uh, breast, I mentioned uh, uh, ovarian cancer, very good results. Colon, colorectal cancers, very, very good results. Lung carcinomas, which have a very poor prognosis, we have very good results. Those are the major, but we treat you know, virtually all types of cancer. And in our uh, uh, 55 years uh, of, uh, of servicing uh, people with cancer, we've treated all kinds of uh, uh, tumors and malignancies at the Oasis. Great, great. Now we're gonna take just a, I promise, just a real quick uh, uh, break here, just to recognize our sponsor and we get back. I. I'd like to, you know, we want to learn more how people could get a hold of you, but also I'm going to prepare you here and uh, I'd like to talk about kind of the, some of the side effects and how to overcome some of the side effects of chemotherapy, radiation, uh, and, and surgery itself. So we'll be back in just a second. I want to recognize uh, our sponsor today, uh, Senior Care Authority, who is an elder care organization that has a national network of professionally trained and experienced local advisors to assist families in determining the right path for your loved ones. They'll discuss various long-term care options, whether it's in-home care, assisted living, memory care, nursing, or if you just need an advocate to get advice from, a local senior care authority advisor can help you now. So for a complimentary 30-minute consultation with an advisor in your area, contact Senior Care Authority at 888-809-1231, or you could go to their website at www.seniorcareauthority.com. Just click on Find an Advisor, and it will connect you to someone in your area. We're back with Dr. Francisco Contreras, and uh, he serves as Director, President, Chairman of Oasis of Hope Hospital. And uh, so, uh, you know, just so I, you know, we don't run out of time, Dr. Contreras, maybe you could share with our listeners if they want to get information on uh, uh, with uh, of Oasis of Hope Hospital, how would they go about doing that? Our number is 888-500-HOPE. Our website is uh, oasisofhope.com. And uh, if you visit our, our website, uh, you will find um, our, our, our new book 
called the Art and uh, Science of Undermining Cancer for free uh, as an ebook. You can download it for free. If you or a loved one has any problems with cancer and wants to know more about us or, or have an opinion, we offer a free consultation. If you send us information, we will review your case and uh, give you an opinion. Great, great. Thank you for that. So as I said, uh, right before we took that quick break, um, you know, just uh, overcoming, uh, you know, side effects, people get a little very concerned going, I don't know if I want to go through chemotherapy, radiation, et cetera, even go through surgery. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yes. Uh, and there are, you know, a number of things that uh, people can do and that we do here at the Oasis of Hope when, uh, when patients are receiving chemotherapy and will have much better tolerance and outcomes. Uh, the results are better. So diet, for instance, plays a major role in uh, helping patients tolerate chemotherapy much better. Uh, a low glycemic uh, quasi-vegan diet is the diet of choice for cancer patients. Another thing that improves uh, um, uh, tolerance to chemotherapy is exercise. Walking, you know, a half an hour a day will improve tolerance uh, to chemotherapy tremendously and also uh, uh, makes chemotherapy work better. Uh, detoxifying, so for instance, uh, uh, do, uh, using a, a lot of liquids so that you can urinate more and uh, a very uh, vegetarian diet so that you can have better bowel movements will help you get rid of all of those toxins that are that are pumped into you uh, with, with chemotherapy. And, and uh, uh, so you will do better. Um, there are a number of uh, books available to you. And so if you find, you know, diet and chemotherapy, if you look for diet and chemotherapy, uh, there are certain specific foods that you can eat to, to uh, improve uh, nausea, to improve uh, uh, pain, to improve fussiness in the brain, because a lot of times, you know, you, people call it brain, chemo brain or radiation brain, uh, uh, because you, you, you lose focus when you receive these therapies. So there are, you know, even specific things for depending on the symptom that, that you have. There are some uh, foods that can help you um, keep your hair more. Uh, so there's a lot of things that patients uh, can do uh, to improve the quality of life while they are receiving chemotherapy. Got it, got it. So uh, there's a lot, you know, so much uh, being written now about uh, a plant-based nutrition. Can you talk about that? And uh, hopefully, you know, I'm, I'm sure it has some positive effect on, on cancer patients, but uh, tell us more about uh, plant-based nutrition. There are hundreds of publications that show that for cancer patients, uh, as I mentioned, a low glycemic vegan diet is the best for two reasons. Cancers feed on sugar tremendously. And they, the cancer doesn't care if the sugar comes from an ice cream or a banana. It's just sugar. And they love it and they thrive on it. <clears throat> so low glycemic is very good for them. The other element that helps tumors is what is called insulin growth or insulin-like growth factor 2. This is a hormone that helps tumor grow. And this hormone is produced in our body or, or uh, um, enticed to be produced by our body 
when we consume animal protein. So the more animal protein you have, the more of these protein is produced in your body and the more the tumor is happy. So just by not consuming, consuming sugar and not consuming protein, you are going to undermine your cancer. That is why these diets are so important for cancer patients. If you don't have cancer, why should you eat a plant-based diet? Well, it has some benefits and the China study showed that and there are many. But uh, I, I, what I recommend people as a preventive is to eat, the, uh, you know, according to our design, we have 32 teeth and only four are canine. So that's about 11%. So that means that only 11% are, of, of our intake in calories should come from animals. And uh, when, you, when you study the China study, uh, <clears throat> you will see the Chinese in rural areas that's basically how they consume their, their energy, uh, their caloric intake, and their incidence of cancer is minimal in comparison to the rest. So there's no question that a, plants, a plant-based diet is beneficial to cancer patients, to diabetic patients, and it could be preventive for us. Again, I don't promote 100% vegetarian for somebody that has no disease, but we definitely abuse the consumption of protein and sugar uh, on a daily basis uh, and, and to our detriment. Great, thank you for that. Great explanation. Um, so uh, listen, I, I, I know that uh, people don't plan uh, for this, you know, meaning they don't plan for a loved one or even themselves to be confronted with, with cancer and they're not thinking, all right, well, if that happens to me in the future, here's all the steps that I'm going to do. People don't think that way. I, I, don't, I don't believe. Um, and when it occurs, it's obviously devastating to the family, to themselves. So Assuming there's our listeners, and I know we have listeners out there that either have been confronted recently uh, with a loved one. What recommendations do you give? Like, where do they turn? <clears throat> where should they do their research? Um, you know, they're they're being hit with something they're probably not familiar with if they don't have any type of medical background. Like, where do they go? What do they do? They're obviously stressed. Any, any thoughts, any words of wisdom can you give to, to families listening out there? Yes, you know, the, the word cancer comes with a death sentence. Uh, and, and, and it's unfortunate that, that that's the way that people see it because cancer does not have to be uh, a death sentence. And now, you know, information is, is paramount, but unfortunately there's so much information that it, it, it virtually can be even more confusing nowadays. Um, I would recommend, uh, I think that if, if, if you read a book like The Art and Science of Undermining, Undermining Cancer, this is a book that, that gives you all the options. I talk about chemotherapy, radiation therapy, surgery, alternatives, and I explain very well in, 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 in layman terms all of the therapies everything that a patient goes through with cancer. And uh, I just want your audience to know that 
there are many possibilities. Again, I want to stress cancer is not a death center, sentence. And uh, unfortunately, in the medical industry, we are not addressing at all the, the fear, anxiety uh, that patients are faced when they come uh, with this, uh, to this diagnosis. So uh, improving your spiritual fortitude is paramount. It's so important because when you have spiritual fortitude, your emotions are going to be reflected in a positive way to you. Uh, so um, we have to look at it, you know, in, in all of these aspects, how one is emotionally affected by this, the family, uh, not, not only the patient is affected, but the whole family. And, uh, and so reading a book like, like mine, and, and there are many others and, uh, that, that, you know, will explain to you, because knowledge is powerful. And when you have knowledge, you will make then intelligent decisions about, your, about, about the possibilities that are out there. And then you will choose whatever you feel is the best for you. There's nobody that knows better than you how to deal with things once you have information. I think it's very wrong to go to the doctor and tell, well, you're the doctor and this is what, and, and I'm giving my life to you. Or that you go to a doctor and the doctors, you, you start asking questions and the doctor says, well, it's either my way or the highway. Well, take the highway uh, because that is not a good doctor for you. Uh, you have to establish a team with your doctor where you have a say in whatever it's going to be done to you. And you can say yes, no, or maybe, or later, uh, but inform yourselves so that you can make wise decisions as, uh, as far as treatment is concerned, whether it's conventional or not. Right, great advice. So tell us again, uh, the book, The Art of Science of uh, Undermining Cancer. Uh, how can people go about and get the book again? If you uh, uh, visit our website, of course, it's uh, available on Amazon, and you can find it in, in a number of bookstores. But uh, we are offering for you this book for free. If you visit our website, uh, there, you will find a, a spot there where you can download it uh, to your computer and read it. Uh, and I think it's, um, it, it's going to be a, a, a very beneficial for you. Dr. Katras, uh, really appreciate you uh, uh, joining us today. Uh, we got another moment. Any any word? Any additional words of wisdom to our listeners? Yes, uh, um, you know, alternative therapies are very powerful. They're very, very uh, well uh, uh, um, scientifically reviewed, and I encourage you to start looking uh, into alternatives. And if, if you have cancer, if you have a loved one, so that you may. Uh, want to combine whatever therapy you're receiving with some of the alternatives that, are, that, that may be available to you. Great. Thank you again so much for joining us today on Boomers Today. Really appreciate it. Thank you, Frank. Yeah, and I want to thank everybody for joining us on Boomers Today. Please, please be safe, and we'll talk to everybody next week. You've been listening to Boomers Today with Frank Sampson. To learn more about today's show, visit boomerstodayradio.com and join us next time for another edition of Boomers Today. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.